Hello story lovers and welcome to We Are All Made of Stories. I'm Ellie Royce, kidlit author, story catcher and creative human. Stories weave us into families, communities and culture. In the podcast, I'm going to explore all kinds of ways that stories help us navigate this twisty, turny thing called life. I'll be sharing other people's stories in What's Your Story? I'll be having a never-ending story with Zoe Collins. And I'll be exploring how the stories we tell ourselves affect our lives a lot more than we think. I'm coming to you from beautiful Gumbanya country. I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country and pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. And that's about it for my hello. I'll see you in there, okay? Hello, story lovers. It's almost Mardi Gras time. And I have a treat for you today because I have an interview that I did uh, a bit earlier this year with the wonderful Dolly Diamond. So Dolly first came to my attention um, through Storybox Library and uh, I was able to see trailers of her reading um, some fabulous children's literature and that was very exciting. And then when... Melbourne went into its first lockdown, I came across the Dolly and Kerry show and I don't know, I just really enjoyed it and I did a bit of research on Dolly and discovered that she's actually a much-loved personality who's originally from the UK and who's proudly called Australia home since 2009. Dolly's proven herself to be one of the country's finest comedy cabaret talents and became an Australian citizen in 2014. Dolly's also an ambassador for Guide Dogs Victoria, Movember and the Children's Tumour Foundation. So enjoy and I'll see you at the other end. Hello. Hello, Dolly. It's Ellie here. How are you? Well, well, very well, yes. Yes. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Stories are very powerful, so I think that having someone's story on the podcast is going to be helpful for a lot of different people going through their own creative trials and tribulations or it's a topsy-turvy thing, this this thing called life. The more stories we can share, the better off everyone's going to be. So And so every story has a beginning, a middle and an end. What was the beginning for you? What's the... Um, where did you find your creative voice and how did that manifest for you? I mean, I, I've always loved performing and uh, I, I think, you know, once you've got that need in you, you you, you never really want to give it up. And uh, so I began, you know, many years ago and I started uh, at a venue in Wales in, and um, I just loved it, you know, and that was it really. And so I've, you know, I, I guess I've, been living in England and been living in Australia and um, making what I do work, which, you know, for me is, you know, getting an audience but um, making a business out of it as well. So you have made a business out of it for a long time or has it taken well, off more I, recently? I think it's been nearly 20 years, yes. I was actually interested. I, I love your performances 
And this is no in no way detrimental to any other performer. However, one of the things I really like about you is that you do your own singing. Have you always sung? Yes, and um, you know I, I like I like all types, like you probably, you know. And so um, it, it doesn't bother me whether you sing or you mime. I just want to be entertained, and as long as you do that well, then that's all. It doesn't matter. Um, but no, I've always sung. I think growing up in England. Um, that's what everybody else did. And, um, you know, you realise that, you, you know, you sort of just, you, you go along with what everybody else is doing if you're able to do it. And uh, so coming over to Melbourne, I um, realised that I could, you know, um, be slightly different to everybody else back then. And, and so it worked better for me. Fantastic. I suppose, well, that might be the beginning that you came over to Australia from England. So in the middle of the story is you sort of finding your your place, perhaps? Is that what Melbourne feels like to you? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I, I love going back to London, but it's as a, as a visitor, and I'll, I'll always be British, um, but uh, I'm a proud Aussie citizen and I'm definitely a proud Melbourneian. Is that... Does that affect you creatively? Like being in Melbourne, does that make you or offer you more creative opportunities? And I reckon your creative opportunities come out of where you know where you're living, and that's what I do. I, I've you know I made my I made myself part of the community, and uh, I draw from that community, and I you know I give back where I'm able, and. Um, you know, I think it's, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely very happy where I am now. Oh, that's great. Well, I love Melbourne too. I just don't get yeah. there often enough and especially at the moment because I'm up in Coffs Harbour and just had some oh. Victorian kids that had to run back to the border to get themselves yes. across in time. I've, um, um, I've been to Coffs, so it's very nice. It is very nice. It's, yeah. It's not culturally exciting unfortunately no, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's very nice to look at <laughs> that's, that's something for me I you know it's not that I want to live there or um, I guess you know when I go to visit somewhere I always try to find the best out of it and the best in it you know yeah um and no, you know, but, you know, you're living in, in coughs, but you're doing this, you know. So yeah, absolutely. You're, you're doing exactly that. Yeah, that's right, exactly. I wanted to ask you about the Dolly and Kerry show. Yes. When Melbourne was in severe lockdown phase, was that something that came about because of that or was that something that was yes. already in the works? No, no, we were um, we were asked by the commissioner Ro Allen if we would uh, put together a live streaming gig, and Kerry uh, and I already knew each other, and um, we needed a, a location, and my lounge room was the easiest, and um, yeah, it was just you know we were given a budget from the Vic government, mm -hmm. and really it was just a case of working out what we wanted on it and uh, we wanted to make it fun and we didn't really want to, you know, bang on about uh, COVID and everything that was already going on that, you know, you'd get that sort of um, information from the news. Yeah. And uh, so ours was just purely entertainment. Um, and, um, yeah, that, that was the best thing about it. You know, we were, we were really lucky to get it and we, we ran with it. That was fabulous too. I really, I just really enjoyed it. 
even though I was here and not in Melbourne, but I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, well, but that's, that's isn't that the beauty of it all? Oh. We learned that, you know, so much online, you know, can go around the world now. You know, we we had guests um, from from Victoria but and Australia and around the world. Yeah. And that meant that anybody could watch. Um, and it, you know, really to a point, anybody could be involved. And uh, we were blessed with that. Absolutely, and that's a, a, a one of the positive things I think that's come out of the whole situation is that people yes. have become so much more connected, no matter where they are. So that's... yes, I mean, you know, it's it's weird, isn't it? That you know, I guess I guess that's you know, that is the great thing that you know the world does feel a little smaller when you're all going through exactly the same problem. Yes, it's yes, it's very uh, weird feeling but it's a yeah. it's a comforting feeling a little less us and them yes exactly yes so uh, having found you actually uh, in the beginning i saw you uh, being a kidlit author myself Oh, yes. I saw yes. you reading on the Storybox Library, and that oh man, I, I, I just love doing that. Um, I nag them a lot. You know, <laughs> when are we doing it again? When are we doing it again? Um, I just I, I love doing it. I love that. You know, the you can really just let yourself go and enjoy reading it. Um, but what I love, obviously, even more is getting that feedback. Yeah. That you know, children are loving them, and uh, that they're loving Dolly, and they're non-judgmental about it. Um, and you know, that that's what we want more of, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, in the US, they have their drag story time, and um, when I actually wrote my book, I was hoping that there there might be some kind of something similar in Australia, but I don't think, I think this is as far as we've got at the moment, although it is starting. I, I reckon there might be more, um, and I, I know of um, more, but I, I mean, yeah, you could do your own. I think that's what you've been doing, which has been amazing, you know. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. It's very kind of you to say. You're also an ambassador for various things as well. Can you tell me a little bit about that and, and yes, what that means when you're to you? Asked, you know, to get involved with um, various groups. Um, I um, I'm always ready to sort of say yes, but I think now I'm you know you learn as you go along that it's really got to mean something to you, and that you've got to be able to do it. You know, committing to whatever it is that they want. Mm. Um, and I believe, you know, for me, like November was is one of them, and you know, I, I obviously love the work that they do, and um, I lost both my parents to cancer, you know, along the years, mm. and uh, Guide Dogs Victoria as well is another one where I'm, you know, and I've just been very lucky to look at the work that they do, and you know, feel that I can add to that in my way, which is great. Normally what they do is just wheel us out, you know, <laughs> when they need to, uh, you know, get a bit more of a profile on something and yeah. uh, I'm and always willing to do that. Fundraising and stuff like that as well, yes. perhaps. Yes. Uh, so that's a very busy middle you've got going on there. Well, I like being busy. I was, uh, you know, there's always room for more. I, the more I can do, the better. And um, you know, it's it's I'm much more of a, you know, I'm better when I'm active, as it were. As it were. I've been thinking about this as sort of the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021. Not the end of the story, obviously, but the end of 2020, the end of a phase. 
So what is your new beginning? What have you got coming up in your new beginning in the future, in the near future? Well, I mean, I've, I'm really very lucky that I've got work on, you know. Um, we've got some work, some gigs in Melbourne, and the Butterfly Club is on the way. And um, they've moved the Midsummer Festival from January to April, and uh, so I'll be doing that, and Comedy Festival as well. Um, so, yes, there's an awful lot on the way, and I, I'm always grateful for that. Um, but really, you know, I think um, just I, for me, I, as long as I enjoy the work, then I'm willing to do it. That's the main thing, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. I believe it is. Yeah. Yes. And you do you do you find I actually I've been asking everybody this. This this is something that I, I found myself in when I'm doing creative work, whatever it manifests itself as. Mm. When you get into that flow, do you feel like that's the thing that keeps pulling you back to you get into the you just when when you're performing you get that flow it's almost like a kind of connection to source energy just sort of comes through you and energizes you rather than depletes you and that's why you just want to keep going back and back and back I mean, there isn't anything that I know of that makes me happy as doing this does. And, you know, you're, you're very lucky if you're able to do, you know, A, a job that you love and B, the print with as much happiness. And it really does. And, uh, you know, I mean, you've got to work at it. You know, it's taken years to get where I am now. Mm. But, um, you know, I still believe that I'm very lucky to be where I am to do what I do. That's fabulous. Oh, well, thank you very much for your time. Pleasure. Take care. <laughs> Bye, love. Bye. Bye-bye. So there you have it, story lovers. I'd like to wish you all a very happy Mardi Gras, especially, of course, all the fabulous auntie uncles out there and all the rainbow families. Now, there's um, some lovely things that are going to be on this year. Last year, obviously, uh, was very quiet. Um, around March, March, April, but this year in Sydney, they're holding uh, the Mardi Gras parade um, in a safe place and in a COVID safe way. And there are some wonderful um, rainbow family events around the whole country, really, but um, the ones that I personally know about through the Rainbow Families website, which is at rainbowfamilies.com.au if you are a Rainbow Family and you would like to uh, go online and and connect with rainbowfamilies.com.au. There's going to be a Kids Rainbow Love Parade at Broadway in Sydney, which sounds absolutely wonderful. The Rainbow Love Parade is an inspiring visual display designed for children facilitated by glamorous and reputable artists from the LGBTQI plus community, including family-friendly drag queens and a choreographer. Your children will be captivated and entertained as they make, do and play for 45 minutes. That's fabulous. So if you are a Rainbow family in Sydney um, during Mardi Gras time, I um, encourage you to look this up. It'll be a wonderful experience and a great way to share the festive spirit of Mardi Gras, diversity and inclusion. So thanks very much, everyone, for tuning in again to the podcast. Um, I'm Ellie Royce. You can find me online at www.elleroyceauthor.com. You can find me on Instagram at 
Ellie Royce Kidlit author or at Made of Stories with Ellie Royce. And I'll be back soon with some more interviews and another What's on My Mind conversation with Zoe Collins. Thanks very much. See you next time. And don't forget, we are all made of stories. Bye. See ya.